Hi, I'm Steve Barlow. This is the Humanised Workforce Future You podcast series, where we ask people from all walks of life to talk about their perception of the future and their role in a rapidly changing work and life environment. Hi, I'm Craig Saffin. Day by day, we are all learning to live with the impact technology, AI, and changing health and social conditions have on our lives. Mostly, it is presented as scary and a loss of opportunities. The Humanised Workforce Future You podcast series thinks the future is bright and something to look forward to. Let's see what today's guest thinks. Today, we've got with us a very special guest, Tony Foon. Tony is an interesting guy. He's born in South Africa, lived for many years in Canada, and for the last 20 years, he's lived in Australia. And Tony has got a lot of experience and background in the automotive industry. And he's worked in all sections of that industry, got a lot of knowledge about it. And he's got a lot of uh, wisdom to share with us today about the the 1%, We'll tell you more about that and about what it takes to succeed in the world today. So uh, we're looking forward to listening to what Tony's got to say to us. How are you, Tony? I'm great. Thank you, Steve. So welcome to the podcast today, Tony. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what your background is and how you help people? Sure, sure. Uh, My background is um, I'm in the motor industry for the last 41 years now, so I started back as an apprentice, worked through every facet of the after-sales business uh, until probably about 10 years ago where I became a facilitator, executive coach, consultant, and now I'm also a published author, just published a book last year. Um, born in South Africa, lived in Canada, now in Australia for the last 20 years. Um, and what I do is I try and instill some positive motivation to people that's in the motor industry. So maybe an apprentice, a service technician, a service advisor, service manager, whatever facet of the business they're in, because I've worked those, uh, you know, I walk the walk and I talk the talk there. So it's kind of relate and, and and get them to think outside the square. I think it's, it's, it's probably the uh, the answer. And then just do the one percenters. It's all about the one percenters. What does it mean? What do you mean by the one percenters? Okay, you know how people when you when you tell them they've got to change. And they see this, when you draw it out for them, they see this massive gap and they say, wow, that's like, you know, 20 or 30%. No, from there to here or from the left to the right hand, whatever, there's only the 1%. You only got to adjust a little bit of what you're doing to make a difference. Right. Um, a, a lot of people think, oh, if I'm going to make a difference, I've really got to change the way I look, the way I act. No, it's the 1%. Whatever you're doing and, and your strength is that, just amp it 1% and everything takes care of itself. Wow. What a great uh, philosophy. That's uh, fantastic, isn't it? So it's a uh, sort of can-do, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is that a bit like the, uh, is that a bit like the sort of the, 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 uh, the, the, the Chinese, um, uh, you know, what's the word, uh, statement about uh, a journey of a thousand miles step. starts with one sort step? Or, correct. You, know, you just take one little step at a time? Yeah, correct. Yeah, journey to a thousand mm. steps starts with the mm. first step. Absolutely, hundred percent. So, when you when you uh, when you're working with people today, and uh, you've been through where they're at, mm-hmm. do you find that they deal with the same issues that you dealt with, uh, or has it changed over time? That's changed over time. I mean, uh, I think technology played a big part of it. Obviously, cars. 
um, in terms of how they're being built and produced play a massive part in it. Um, and also, I guess the way people, you know, in our days where, when I started, like I said, the trade some 40 odd years ago, um, it was very different in terms of generation because we were do as you told. Um, whereas the diversity of generations today also um, have, have, have a big impact on it because they, obviously technology has helped them and therefore the way they look at things is very, very different to the way I look at things as a, as a baby boomer. But mm -hmm. it's all about people, isn't it? At the end of the day, you, you, you've got to adjust, adjust yourself and adapt. And I think that's, that's the biggest challenge I have with, uh, you know, managers having issues with, let's say, their staff or whoever. It's, it's, it's just, you just got to adjust your mindset. That's so important. So you're in an industry that's uh, changed a lot, right? And uh, as you just said, there's the technology's had a big impact and so on, but there's, a, there's changes coming uh, also again for the industry um, as we move in from internal combustion to electric and so on. What sort mm -hmm. of cha challenges do you see for the, for the industry that you've um, basically spent your life in uh, ahead? And what, yeah, what sort of challenges do you see? Um, look, the, the, obviously, electrification is going to be a massive thing in the near future yeah. for a lot of people. So people that's entering the industry need to start thinking, um, I guess when I say outside the square, it's not just about repairing the car mechanically. So although the internal combustion engine will be in a few years time, maybe obsolete, but you still got brakes, tires, all the mechanical repairs, suspension and everything else but they've got to go one step further. Again, the one percent is electrification. It's getting to know a little bit about electric uh, because I can almost assure you that these cars are going to be complicated to, to, to repair um, from a safety point of view because we talk about electric, yeah? And uh, people don't realize, but you know, it's dangerous. We don't know what we're doing. And therefore, I think there's only going to be a specialized amount of people that's going to be actually doing the actual electric uh, servicing as opposed to the mechanical servicing. So um, in some ways, a little bit, well, it's different in a way because we, um, coming from a background with premium brand, we, you had to get to a certain level to be a master technician or level four technician or whatever. So I see that now as a electric technician, as, 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 the, as, as a top tier uh, moving forward. Right. Okay. Yeah. So so, so do you so do you think that um, people are able to adjust to this? Do the people in the industry are going to be able to retrain and reskill, or is it going to require a totally different type of person to come in? Craig, the to 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 answer the first question, um, that depends on the individual. I mean, you you only do it because you want to do it, and if you, you if you don't want to do it, then you're not going to do it, right? You're not going to get there. Uh, the second part is yes, it's going to be a I wouldn't say a, a awakening, but it's gonna it's gonna sort, I guess, a lot of people that want to start entering into the motor industry as, do I want to be an electric technician or do I just want to work on vehicles? So, you know, having said that, I I, I had no choice. Um, you know, I came there as a technician, but then in the brand that I was working with had a lot of uh, technical, um, I guess issues and concerns and I had to sort of be dumped on and learn how to do diagnosis. Mm. And from there on I had, uh, but it's because I wanted to do it. And I'm glad I did it because I can, like I said, you know, I'd love to talk about it. 
So I guess it depends on the individual, but to answer the first question, Craig, is if a person wants to learn, he or she will learn, regardless of what obstacles or what, what um, barriers in front of them. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. For, for example, I went into a, uh, a motor industry being an apprentice. I thought it's all mechanical, but then the brand that I actually eventually worked on became very, very technical. I mean, we, we're talking about, um, you know, wayheads in, in, in a lot of stuff. So if I wanted to stay in the motor industry, I had to learn. Otherwise, I would just have to get out and do something else. And I'm actually, I'm glad because that promoted me to and opened a lot of opportunities um, for me. And, you know, if, if you learn at something that's really, really that you want to do it, um, you will become successful. So it, it's just a matter of, of uh, attitude, you know, having that, good, having that mindset of, of wanting to do it. So, uh, and, the second, and the second part of your question, Craig, is uh, absolutely people will have to um, get, uh, I'll use the word certified for the better word, because, you know, working on these cars, aren't, uh, electric cars are not um, child's play. It, it, it can really hurt you, right? Mm. So they, they will have to get certified and there's only a certain amount of people that will have that, I guess, knowledge or the talent or skill to do it. So yeah, retraining, retraining is all part of it because um, it's a new era. Yeah, I think when, the, the more I think about what you're saying, it's very interesting actually when you think about um, uh, technology or machines coming and changing or taking jobs and so on. Uh, um, well, the automotive industry's had that sort of thing going on for a long time, hasn't it? As you said, you, you ended as wanting to be a mechanical engineer or j just to be a me mechanic on a car, right? And, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden you moved into technology and having to reskill and what it's, so it's been going on in the automotive sector for a long time, hasn't it? So. Correct. I mean, it started with big massive factories having um, robots. Mm. Uh, taking the place of uh, of, um, of, uh, of of the human, and and, and that makes it uh, that makes it a little bit harder. But you know, we thought this would never come. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that robots will actually work on cars in dealerships and, and in the motor industry, but right. definitely um, they have taken a lot of um, I guess task and and upskilling away from the uh, from the human beings. You know, what I mean, type of things. So we just need to look forward and think. Okay, well. Can we do that the robot can't do for example right, so exactly. yeah yeah so we got to try and that, I, th I think that's the biggest challenge is is, is is trying to find that that media where i can still be in the industry for the next 30 40 years or whatever yeah so that yeah and do you think that that's going to perpetuate like people will keep moving and retraining and there would be opportunities it's just that they're going to be different opportunities are they absolutely 100 100 yeah. i mean times are going to change yeah you know uh things are going to change uh, evolution, technology, uh, even the environment is, is changing. Um, you know, who who would have thought three, you know, two years ago we would be in this in this situation that we're in? Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that that human element of embracing that change, and whether they want to go with it or mm. go without it. That's that's the choice they have. So, what, what advice would you give to a young apprentice that's setting out and trying to study and set up? his or her career um, in, in this sort of area, like not necessarily automotive, but it's, there's a lot of related areas where people are learning trades to, to service or to, to uh, fix things. What, yeah. what advice would you give to these young people? Well, this is the future. Em em embrace the change. In other words, go with the flow again uh, and not against it. Um, 
do a SWOT analysis on yourself. You know, the uh, SWOT that, and you know That's what I'm right. talking about, Craig? Yeah. yeah. So find out what your strengths are uh, and, and, and not worry too much about weakness. Just note your weaknesses that you're not good at. And then, you know, what, what threats and opportunities are there? And then kind of weigh it out. You know, is this really right for me at, at what I'm doing? And if one of your, your strengths or opportunities is I, I like electric apparatus, I like electric uh, cars, I like whatever, then go for it. You know, you have, you have my blessing, but if it's not what you want to do, don't waste your time. Seriously, you know, life's too short to, to, to go into it and two years later say, oh, you know what, electric cars are not my thing because it's going to happen, folks. It is mm. going to happen whether you like it or not. Mm. It's yeah, happening, the ch- yeah. The change is happening all the time, isn't it? So Absolutely. But you sound pretty. You sound very positive about the future and the change that comes with it, don't you? Well, Craig, you know you got to. <laughs> you, you know you you got to. You have no choice. You know if you yeah. want to survive in this in this world, you you, you realistically, you know you either do or you don't. Those right. are your two choices, right? Yeah. And if you don't, you're going to be left out in the cold, and you might be doing something that you really don't like because you don't you didn't want to embrace embrace the change. Um, and, 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 and have, I wouldn't say have no future. I mean, you know, the people work in di- different profession in terms of, you know, uh, future wise. But um, what I like about what I do in terms of uh, coaching and consulting is no two days are the same because I'm dealing with a lot of personalities, a lot of opinions, suggestions, feedback. And that's great because at the end of the day, I think it's just giving them that, like again, um, that 1% to, to, to make a decision. Do I want to go with this or do I want to go with that? And you decide. I can't decide for you. And that's what's the great thing about coaches. When you, you tap into them, then soon realize, oh, this is for me or this isn't for me. And, you know, and, and that's how, uh, that's how my, my, my exciting um, role is in terms of working with, with, with people. What about, what about the leaders you're working with? So the, the people you're working with obviously have leaders or, or senior people around them or whatever. What, Correct. What, how, how are their roles changing in, in this environment that you're describing? All right. So the environment many years ago was all about IQ, intelligence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now I would say probably the last 10, maybe in 15 years, it went to IQ and it's been I, uh, uh, sorry, EQ and it's been EQ emotion intelligence all about people now, right? That's the emotion, uh, emotional piece, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. emotional piece. That, that's connecting with people and, mm. and working with people and trying to be empathetic and all that. Mm. I reckon in the next probably, if it hasn't even happened, you know, I reckon in the next year or maybe two, we're going to talk about SQ. So people say, SQ, what, what the heck's SQ? Spiritual intelligence. Because with this whole pandemic and with this, I don't know what to do, especially with young people coming through, there's, a, there's going to be some mental awareness. It's going to play on people's mind. Because at the end of the day, you just got to be positive. You just got to think to yourself, you know, I can do it. I want to do this. I'm just going to put my mind to it. Uh, and it's hard. It's easy for me to say because I've been there, but it's hard for a person to, to have that frame of mind and think that this is what I want to do, especially, you know, when you're talking about a 17 or 18 year old, because I didn't know what I wanted to do until I was, I was about 19, 20. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and this is, this, this environment that we're in at this particular point in time does make it hard for, you know, the, 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 the younger generation that leaves schooling now and, and to pursue a career. So, uh, yeah, uh, for the leaders, just give them guidance, really, really give them guidance and be honest with them. Be, 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 be honest with them because at the end of the day, um, I guess 
you're only kidding yourself. You're only kidding them. And yeah. Yeah, it's similar so, to being a parent in a way, isn't it? I, my, for my kids, I, I can't say do as do like I did because things have changed so dramatically. You've just got to guide them, haven't you? Like you're saying. Yeah. C- correct. I mean, both my kids got uni degrees, but they're not even in the field that they got the degree from. <laughs> yeah, right. so my, yeah, my son's a chartered accountant, but he's got his own business. Uh, he had a pizza shop and everything else. My daughter's a psychologist, but she's uh, she's got her own business called a divorce doctor. Uh, so she deals with you know divorcee before they go to lawyers to coach them. So they can be in the right frame of mind. Wow. So, well, it's kind of a little bit to do with the degree that she got, but yeah, sure. she's not a psychologist. Well, she is, but she's not practicing psychology, if that makes sense. So yeah. that just goes to show you that, that things have changed and, and they're in their 30s. So mm. which means that, you know, things already had changed 10, 10 years ago. And that's yeah. why I said, you know, the, 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 the EQ of, of things soon to be SQ. Oh, how interesting. Okay. Well, that's my that's my opinion. You know, maybe. No, no, no. That's what we want. We want yeah. your opinion. It's very interesting. So, thank you very much, Steve. Yeah. You want to yeah. jump? Uh, well, maybe we can start to sort of uh, tie things together a little bit here. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, Tony, you've talked about the fact that in this world of change, um, really, positivity is a choice that people make. You can either choose to be positive or you can choose to be negative. And uh, it's better to be, it's better to choose to be positive and also choose to make, make choices and be deliberate about it, be purposeful about it. Um, Correct. Correct. I I think other things you've, you've brought out is uh, the concept of the one percenters um, that you really only need to adjust a little bit when you, when you look at the future and you say, oh, well, I've got to get from here to there. It seems to be a huge journey. Yeah. You can't make that journey in one step. You've just got to do small baby steps, little things. What can I do as a little step that'll get me to the next stage and then another little step and then another little step. And as long as your trajectory is okay, yeah. you'll get where you want to get to eventually. Absolutely, Steve. But, but the trick is with the 1% is the 1% now and then tomorrow there's another percent. So indirectly, by the time they've, they reach the course or the goal, they have walked maybe 30 or 40%, but 1% at a time. That's right. Just do what you can do today. Absolutely, do 100%. What you can do today, but actually do it. Don't just talk about it. Get out there and do it. Correct. And then you talked about needing the, the, the wanting to adapt. That, that's really important to not sit around and sort of whinge about it, but just say, well, I, I, I need to, the world is changing and I have to change with it. And Correct. I want to do that. That's something that I want to do. Yes. And then you talked about knowing what you want to do. What, what do you want to be? What, who do you want to be? What do you want to do to be clear about your own kind of objective and goal and direction in life? And yeah. then be prepared to do whatever it takes, really. Yeah, I mean, if it means you've got to retrain, then you've got to retrain. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. New skills, then you've got to learn some new skills. I mean, that's just what you've got to do. That's mm. that's that's the the step that you've got to take. That's what what can I do today to make that happen? Great. And um, you talked also about being alert to opportunities. That yep, uh, technology might take some opportunities away from you, but it will present you with other opportunities. Correct. And uh, uh, you've got to be prepared to go on that journey and to look for those opportunities. Um, and I, I think finally, you 
to me, you talked about look for the strengths that you've got. Don't get bogged down in your weaknesses or your limitations. I mean, we've all got those. Uh-huh. And if you if you focus too much on those, you'll get depressed and pessimistic and want to give up. But just look at what you've got as strengths and say, well, what can I do today to help me? One percent. What one percent? What's the one percent I can do today? And then tomorrow you've got to ask the same question. Correct. And then, then it'll be two percent. And then it'll be three percent. Yeah. Right. yeah. But what yeah. definitely one percent. Yeah. Definitely. And, and the advice I can give uh, people as well, Craig, the way I look at it from my point of view is get a mentor, you know, um, mm. tap into people's advice, speak to them about, you know, if you want to go to that industry, speak mm. to them first before you jump in. Mm. It's, it's, it's very simple. And, and look, there's a lot of, lot of honest people out there and they will tell you the pros and cons. But uh, yeah, if you can get a mentor or, you know, somebody that will give you some guidance, do it, do mm. it seriously. I, if I had to live my, relive my life 40 years ago, that's what I would have done, to be mm. honest. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That's fantastic. I, th- I love yeah, the bit about, you know, finding what you really like to do, but uh, related to your strengths and then finding a niche where people want those services, but doing it gradually and then the, and services and skills. And then also um, I like the bit about the leaders, not only uh, emotional uh, intelligence, but uh, finding something spiritual. Yeah. So thank you. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, that's, that's great, Tony. Really, really, really practical, down-to-earth advice, I think, that we can all, we can all learn from no matter how old we are. Correct. Um, we're all learning. We're all, we're all still on the, on the trail. Yeah, thanks very much, Tony. Thanks. So thank, thank you very thank, much. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Steve, okay. for having thank me. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Humanize Workforce Future You. Please leave a rating or review for the series on the medium where you source your podcasts. The transcripts for today's podcast can be found on craigsaffin.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-S-A-P-H-I-N.com. Please subscribe to the series so you don't miss out on the interviews for future guests.